0: The, we continue ch- chap hour today with a chap about chatting, about flat chatting. It's uh, Jimmy Thompson, expert in strata, in apartments, in strata law in New South Wales, in how they all work. So if, you've got, if you're in a you know, block of units, a townhouse or anything that's strata titled and you've got questions, you've got queries, you've got some problems going on, then give us a yell right now on 1300 222 702. Uh, Jimmy will be able to help you and uh, give you advice in that area. Jimmy Thompson, hello. Hello. It's been a while. It has been an awfully long while and it's, you've changed the whole building. We've changed the whole building. We've got a lovely new foyer now. It's nice down there, isn't it? It's very playful. It's playful, isn't it? It's, um, my only concern with it now, I, I like it. It's very good. Yeah. It's very lovely. I think it, it, it provides too graphic a representation that we all just sit around here and talk all day. Wow, well, um, there's just lots yeah. of people gathered around there having meetings and chatting yeah, away, and everybody's you know? relaxed, yeah, laid back. Especially yeah. the people who make your coffee; they're very, very relaxed. Isn't that good? That's nice. Did you? What's meant to happen is you're meant to, you know, uh, you, you know, increase connections, yeah, uh, you know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. So as you walk through, did you get any other offers? Anybody? Yeah, Jimmy, oh, you, can we oh, get you hey, to the thing? Yeah. you know,
1: no? come on the science show. Why? Did that happen? We want to experiment on you. That's right. <laughs> did that
0: happen? <laughs> no. No. Since we last saw you, uh-huh. you've had adventures. I have. You were caught in the floods in Vietnam on a bike, le- leading up to Chris. on a bike. Yes.
1: <laughs> were you washed off the bike? Uh, almost a couple of times. We had to we had to cycle or push uh, through causeways that were just flooded. You know, really? just flooded. I mean, yeah. look, people died and people yeah, lost yeah. their homes and their businesses. Yeah. So getting your feet wet is yeah. pretty small. Yeah business but it's quite exciting at the time actually.
0: yeah but trip like that that would have that was it for the trip really it was wet everywhere yeah for that yeah. part of the trip yeah, but yeah. then i
1: spent a uh, 10 days in saigon researching I'm, I'm good, i just want to say this mm. researching my new novel Ooh. and can i just let okay let, let, let's let jimmy
0: is allowed to now have full minute of gloating okay okay he's researching for his new novel yes. which is his second novel yes his first novel is out, pretty much now. Yep, it's in my hands. It's a lovely sky blue. Mm. It's called Perfect Criminals, mm. a Danny Clay caper. You're uh-huh. setting up a character that we're going uh-huh. to start to live with by Jimmy Thompson, and it's looking pretty good. Yep. Spelt my name correctly and everything. That's very good, isn't it? Yeah, you must be getting on well with the publisher then. Well, <laughs> they're so making okay. an effort. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. You've done a novel. Yeah, I have. Bit and of, it's, a, bit it's, of a,
0: a, a rip-roaring crime thriller.
1: Oh, it's crazy, man. It's uh, It starts off in TV yeah. and uh, then descends into crime in King's Cross uh-huh. and then jumps across to Los Angeles. Now, which character is based on me? Um, is there a,
0: you know, a genial radio announcer at any point? That's in the second novel. Is it?
1: A, a quick note. To Are somebody. you sure? <laughs> yeah, uh. it's very. There's a couple of people in there, uh, at least one of whom is gonna recognise himself and go, "Is that me?" Right. Um. And I hope they don't because he's a lawyer. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, the other one is just a hideous person that I met in Los Angeles that I turned into an even more hideous person and figure of fun. Right. Who has so little self awareness that he, there's no way he would recognize yeah, himself. Yeah. Well,
0: fantastic. Thank Bravo.
1: you. Bravo. I'm looking forward to reading
0: enormously. You mm. know, I'm very I'm very fond of the, the the crime thriller and, you know, the that genre for relaxation. My current my current love is Adrian McKinty. Ah. Oh, the you know what? I love how good about is it? McKinty. Oh, this yeah. is
1: how good he is. Mm. You've, his last book was book five in the Troubles Trilogy. Mm. That's how <laughs> That's good he is. Right. Right. Very, very good. Jimmy's
0: here to talk um, uh, strata, talk apartments, talk uh, blocks of flats, blocks of units, all that sort of thing. So if, you, if you're living in those circumstances and you've got questions, 1300 222 702 is our number. Uh, Louise has been with St George for 42 years. My husband and I have been meaning to change it for about that long. Um, I started school banking with the Commonwealth Bank, banked with them for years, um, and then, um, you know, have actually ended up changing. So, yeah, pretty common um, that you keep on going. Are you with the bank that you started with,
1: Jimmy Thompson? I just left them. You just left them. I just... And moving heaven and earth... Bravo! ...to do so. How hard was it? It was... Terribly hard. Actually, what made me do it was I asked them for a credit card mm. after all these years, and they have all my money. Right. And which isn't that much really, mm, but, but they, they've got it. Yeah. And, and they said, no, you're too high a risk. They and, wouldn't and give I, you a credit card. And, and, and I, I they said, they send but, children uh, credit cards in the mail. I said, but I've got all these credit cards, and I pay them off at the end of the month diligently. Yeah. And they said, yeah, but you could go crazy. You could go crazy with all those. You know when you get a letter every three months saying, do you want to increase your limit? Yeah. The answer is no. The answer is no, I do not want to increase my limit because when I go to get a loan or something, they'll say, oh, you could go crazy with all that limit you've got there. Right. And that's why they refused me my uh, my credit. So I've gone to another bank who's, who have gone, oh. Sure. Sure. Yeah. How many credit cards would you
0: like, sir? I was reading something about Estonia. Uh, which, is, really? which is the world's first – it was an article about the fact that they're the world's first digital nation and these sort of problems don't occur because they've basically centralised all of your data. So yeah. you, so you want to you move, yeah. poof, it just happens because they, they, their policy is fill out the form once, never fill it out again. Wow! You know, like so—that's so you just do everything through a central digital record. And I'm simplifying, but yeah, that's the
1: kind of thing
0: where you know what what you would have just been through
1: doesn't happen. I'm very excited by the credit card ring. You—you wear a ring on your finger. Oh, is that coming? And 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 you just go beep. Uh, Please, I'll have that now.
0: (laughs) Um, Kim, yes. What do you need to bring up, Kim? Put your headphones on, Jimmy. Off you go, Kim. Hello.
2: Yeah, hi Jimmy. We've got a a problem. It's an ongoing problem. It's been going for several years. There's a a person who owns one of the units, and uh, when she's sober, she's fine. She walks fine. When she's not, she drives a disabled buggy. (laughs) She comes back in, she can't walk, comes back into the car park, um, falls off the disabled buggy, usually with a couple of bottles of wine, which sometimes smash, and she slides herself across the floor. Urinating and doing worse as she goes, and uh, leaves a mess. Uh, slides to the lift, goes up to her floor, and uh, across the floor to her floor, and and and, go, and, and out. And um, right. sometimes she's got no underwear on. We've been to oh. NCAT twice to find her, but it's just an ongoing thing. And NCAT seem pretty pathetic. So,
0: if you have yes. any other suggestions, I mean, this is you know, it's tragic on uh, on a very deep level, Kim. That this is what you know. This is how she's behaving, as well as how this affects your enjoyment of, of the property. So you're talking about things like, you know, it's cleaning, it's disruption, that sort of thing. It's disruption.
2: I mean, there's kids that live in the unit. They see this woman there with you know, no underwear on and mm. urinating on the floor it's, and you yeah. can't use the lift sometimes because it's got urine in it. It's um, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: What can you do, Jimmy? It's, it's been to NCAT. Explain what NCAT is again. Uh, the New South Wales Civil Administration Tribunal, um, they basically are the part of the whole um, legislation of strata that, that, mm. that actually gets to issue fines and orders and and things like that. I mean, they, the only thing in, in this case that I can think of that they could do would be to issue a series of fines where it made it not worth that lady's living there, but... She's got to live somewhere. Yeah, it's more of a social services issue. Really. I get the
0: feeling there's something. Then yeah, the fines are not going to stop behaviour that's that extreme. I yeah. would have thought.
1: Um, you yeah. know, and, the, and the, does she have any family around?
0: I tell you what, Kim. I think we'll just we'll put you on hold. There's, yeah, this is, um, this is a deeply disturbing issue. Yeah. Um, we might be able to put you in touch with perhaps more like social services or someone that will be able to. Uh, to deal with that, but thanks so much for uh, for for calling. I'm sorry that's what you're uh, what you're dealing with. Um, hello there, uh, Peter. Oh, uh,
3: hello, uh, Jimmy. You, I,
1: yeah.
3: Our our strata management company. Um, we pay a fee to them each year to, to manage our block of units and so forth. Yep. And every time we have our annual general meeting, when they send a person out, they're billing us uh, between four and six hundred dollars for that person to come out. Yep. Now, isn't that in the management fee?
1: Wow that depends on your contract. Because the next time you go to your AGM, when the the strata management contract comes up, and they can only run for a maximum of three years now, basically there are two kinds of, of strata management contract. One is an all-inclusive one where they just say, look, this is going to cost you X amount a year and it covers you for everything, and that's more expensive. Or there's one which is basically what they call Schedule B um, which is all the things like that. Every time they send a letter or an email or make a phone call or answer, it, open a letter, or send someone to the meeting, there is a charge against that. So what you and your fellow owners have to decide is: Are we going to be are we the kind of building that is constantly on the phone to the strata manager saying, "Can you fix this? Can you do that? Can you sort this out?" Or are we basically the ones that they just turn up once a year and and uh, and and come to the meeting and charges for that and base, and then you look at it from that point of view of how much bang are you getting for your buck but there are fundamentally there are two different kinds of contract although it may well be that your strata manager only offers one of those two options
3: well okay I'll have to have a look because these strata companies they i have a, They seem to have a problem to, of understanding who works for who. They seem to think that we work for them
1: yeah that's yes. right you're not you're not alone in that opinion right you know,
3: they carry on like we're like you know we're working for them they they should be doing what we tell them when we tell them and as often as we tell them I mean they work for us.
1: well, the easiest answer to that is to say, Hey, your contract's up in a, a year. we will release you of your burden <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry we've been been so annoying I mean it's a
0: bit like talking about the banks, I suppose is the problem then. It's not going to be much different. Is, does, does that industry tend to behave in that sort of way that Peter's describing? No. Or no. there is great difference between them so There are brands. huge differences.
1: Right. And, you know, you've got big, 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 huge companies um, where the personal contact thing is minimal and, and you, you they're great for big, great, big buildings oh. um, but not so good for the small mm-hmm. uh, strata schemes. There's the mum and dad operation working out of a real estate agent mm. That know the local area, they know the buildings. They might have been managing the buildings for for decades, right. and they are they're going to give you a very personal service. but you know, you you get what you pay for basically. So it's worth looking around if you're not yep. happy with your startup manager. Thanks, Peter. Nice to hear from you this afternoon. Uh, hello
0: there, um, uh, James. Yes. Hello. Hi. Um, my
3: my question relates to window locks. I live in a townhouse, a block of 15 townhouses. Uh, they're eight years old. We have window locks on each and every window. Those, the windows that we have are the wind-out type. Yep. Now we've, we're being told, and they can be locked at 12 centimeters and so forth. But yep. It's a sturdy steel chain. Now we're told by the Strata uh, that we have to get every single window pressure tested now to comply with the Act. Right. And. Some huge cost just for testing. Right. If it's, uh, it's found that uh, does not sort of comply, then we have to put window locks on the window locks.
1: It's right. It's
3: kind of a bit more as far as I'm concerned. But uh, yeah, what's your uh, opinion?
1: I think the the strata manager is being over diligent. Um, I I can see the sense of the strata manager saying, well, okay, you've got a chain that restricts the opening to to the the defined level, but will it hold? If a small child throws himself against the window mm. um, and but I would think that doing a sample test would be enough to satisfy the legislation in most cases. There's a lot of absolute nonsense being talked about these windows at the moment, and people are coming in and some windows are basically having their some buildings are having their windows almost welded closed at that 12 centimetre gap, which is not necessary at all. You can put a lock on a window that closes at, tw- at 12 centimetres and then take the lock away as long as the fittings exist for it to be there. I mean, it's the, the, the legislation is that lax.
0: So the legislation allows for what you just described? Yeah. Or you mean one can do that? Well, it allows for what you just yeah. described.
1: You, the kind of locks that are allowed so if can, someone turns can up be
0: removed as an inspection. Yeah. And you've removed the locks, but the lock the lock exists and it's in the it's in a drawer of somewhere. Locks,
1: yeah. That is a
0: compliant building. Yeah. A compliant unit. Yeah. That seems a bit odd. It's crazy. So the locks just have to be there in case you want to use the locks. Yeah. That's be the potential for the locks. Yeah.
1: I mean, the whole point of this is it's like pool fencing. Right. The whole point of this is to make it idiot-proof.
0: And are you saying, when you're saying that there's lots, lots of problems going on, lots of you know, buildings being perhaps over-engineered and over-serviced? Are you, are you talking about dodgy people turning up saying we, we, we'll make
1: all your windows compliant, or
0: I'm sure that's people going just on, not, not quite understanding what needs to be done.
1: Um, one example I is that I've heard quite a few times is the building manager coming around and putting a piece of metal in the sliding window, and Screwing that in, so that window can never be opened beyond right. the limit. Right. Now that is the cheapest way of making the window compliant, but it also made the window cease to operate to, to, to do as a what window.
0: A window you'd like a window to do. Yeah. Right. So that's so that is still that's compliant. Oh yeah. What you described bit of metal. Yeah. Compliant, but as is a removable lock.
1: Yeah. As okay. long as the fittings are there for the lock to be reattached. Right. At some point.
0: Okay. Uh, James, thanks for your call this afternoon. Um, Adrian? Yes. What's up at your place?
3: Uh, I've got a neighbour who's decided to use a common area as a garden, um, and whilst I have no problem with that, um, it really interferes with my privacy. So I asked my strata managers for a clarification, and they said, no, the bylaws say... That you're not allowed to use it as a garden, and so I said, "Well, what are we going to do about this?" And then they said, "Oh, yes, but there was an annual general meeting five years ago where an agreement was made to um, that the, the owners are allowed to use their, uh, to, allowed to use the common areas as a garden." Um, so I don't know what's what's relevant. Is the bylaw relevant, or is it because it's minuted, does that become does that um, alter the bylaw, or? Mm. You
0: know, right. and, as, and as a garden, do you mean that they go and sit out with their barbecue or do you mean they're planting carrots?
3: No, they're just plant, they've got flowers and stuff like that out the back. And, but the problem is that they're within inches of my back window. Yeah. And my children's bedroom's back window.
1: Yeah. So and when I they're. I've talked
3: them about it and they're going, they've basically gone, and, you know, oh, we're not interested. This is our garden. We're doing it. Right. right. And my strata managers, thought, it's interesting listening to the other people. My, my, you can't get them on the phone to talk about
1: it. Right. Yeah, they're
3: always yeah. in a meeting.
1: Yeah. Um well okay the good news is that whatever the AGM decided and minuted unless it was put through as a bylaw or a change to the existing bylaws then it has no effect it it, it can be just rescinded quite simply. Right. Um there is also uh in in the act uh there's reference to things like people acquiring common property to use as their own garden and specifically that they cannot do that without a special resolution bylaw which requires 75 percent of the owners. So simply
0: going through the AGM and the
1: others going yeah that's all right go right ahead. Yeah. That's not enough. That's not enough. Right. So that could be challenged. So what you need to do is I mean the simple way to do this is go to uh, fair trading for mediation which is free these days um, but it's also a compulsory first step before you go to ncat to get orders mm. ultimately uh, you know if everybody goes to the trenches and, and keeps a position ultimately you you uh, you might have to get orders from ncat saying this is it garden is mm. not an, is not legal
0: how comfortable do you feel about challenging it adrian
3: well, at this stage, I'm very comfortable in challenging it because I've tried to do everything the right way. I've tried to deal with my strata. I, I, I asked for a clarification on the on the, the bylaw. They sent out a letter basically saying this is the bylaw. And then when I actually finally got through to these people, they said, "Oh no, there was this thing at the annual, annual general meeting five years ago that said mm. that everyone's allowed to use it." Yep. The problem you have in situations like this is that, if, that I'm challenging one person, but it affects everybody in the yeah. in the complex. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy for people to garden if they want to, but it's just that there's no consideration for my privacy in this circumstance.
0: Right. Uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. and 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 you you're you're in the right. Yep.
0: Adrian. Thanks for calling. Good luck with uh, dealing with with that in the uh, in the future. Thanks to all those who called. Talk to Jimmy Tampson, Chom- Thompson Thompson. Uh, Thompson. You can go to flat chatcomau and look at all the material Jimmy's done over the years in this area, and you might find that your questions being answered there, or there'll be further discussion. And of course, you can now spend your weekend with Jimmy Thompson and enjoy mm-hmm. Perfect Criminals, uh, yeah. Volume One, the first in the first Danny, Danny Clay, Clay yeah. series. Which you know we'll be seeing Guy Pearce play in years to come, I imagine. If he's um, lucky, if he's lucky. Who, yeah. who who are you casting? Who are you thinking?
1: Uh, Guy Pearce would be Guy good. Pearce <laughs> be <all> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with it. That. Oh, That'll be <laughs> fine. Um, Jimmy, or, ha- that's, or any
0: Hemsworth? Or <laughs> already available Hemsworth, it'll be fine. Uh, Jimmy, thanks so much. love to see you. Thank you. Yes, see you soon.